From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. Where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we talk about how you can change the atmosphere inside and outside your bedroom when you have more than one sexual position. And Tony Robbins had this to say about variety. He said, variety is the spice of life. We all want surprises. Yep. And and I'm just going to say we all want a little change too. So we're going to be digging into that deeply in today's show. But we start each and every show with a hug. And the hug is an opportunity for you to hear from somebody else in the one family who's experienced breakthrough or transformation. And this week's hug is sponsored by Songfinch. And you can check them out at songfinch.com. And this company is amazing. Guys, they, they made me cry. They made me smile. Songfinch is a personalized gifting platform that brings your stories, your feelings, and your memories to life through one-of-a-kind songs from scratch. Using your unique stories with your desired genre, vocalist, gender, and song moods, they curate the perfect professional songwriter to handcraft the most personal gift you can give. And, and here's how special this was. Tony, Tony had a song written for me. I did. And just like Elisa said, you get to go in there and you answer all these awesome questions mm-hmm. about what you, what you want your song to be about. And that's what they make. And, and the cool part is too, is after you have submitted your song in the mail you're going to get whoever whoever made the song you're going to get in the mail an actual card that you can give then to your spouse and it it goes like this on the front i got you a song for and you fill in that blank that will make you blank and i put well uh, a song for you to remember us that will make you smile and inside of it is really cool you can put something really cool you know i put you love love you hot stuff tony and then at the bottom is the url where they can find that song and that's what makes us so special. Because like Tony said, it lives on you know, its own personal URL. But they have a community. Guys, they have a songwriting community of over 250 professional musicians. And, and that number is growing every week. And, you know, you can think about this for like anniversary, for a wedding, for, you know, having a new baby. Or, you know, those of you that are listening to this the first time, Valentine's Day is coming. Like, let me, let me. What a fun, different way to give your spouse a Valentine. Oh my gosh. And you know, you get the song delivered to you within seven days. So now is the time. If you're listening to this when the show first airs, now's the time to be thinking about this in time for Valentine's Day. Get it and, done. And the best thing of all is that Songfinch is offering the one family $20 off when you enter promo code OEM20 at checkout. So just go to songfinch.com and enter OEM20 at checkout to get the special deal. So this week's hug comes from an email message that we received. And this uh, wife goes on to say, I want to say a big thank you to both of you for being such a blessing to me and my hubby. I started listening to you about four years ago while still single, Mm. then started dating and now married two years. So you've kind of walked through me through walked with me through this journey of finding love and now enjoying the love. I feel like a small part of the one family. Mm. Can I just say there is no small part of the one family? No. Tony and I, just as a side note, we were interviewed today for an upcoming article in a local magazine, and and, and we talked about all of you. And to us, every person in the one family, 
you're significant. So no small parts, yep. all significant parts. She goes on to say, I started with one podcast and before too long, I listened to all of them and continue to listen. What an inspiration you've been. I come from a country where sex topics were never discussed openly. Neither was love something you'd show in public. So there was much to learn. Some of the things I've worked on since listening to the podcast and after marriage was letting my husband hold my hand in public or to say, I love you after a phone conversation. Wow. As simple as these may seem, it was so hard because I didn't grow up like that. But thanks to you guys for teaching us beyond culture. I have overcome in that area and able to love my husband in a language that he understands. Mm. We love you guys. And uh, they were sweet enough to also include a picture of them for the love you guys wall. And so that was that was a treat because we love seeing you. We actually love having you guys surround us. Um, those pictures that you send in mean a lot to us. Yeah. So as Tony was saying uh, at the opening of the show, we're talking about how you can change the atmosphere inside and outside of your bedroom you know, when you have more than one position. And we recently received a message from a member of the Position of the Month Club. And if you haven't checked this out, now's the time. Yeah. Right? Because you can actually become a member today. And when you do, your first month is only 99 cents. So if you haven't checked it out, Make sure you go to positionofthemonthclub.com. Um, and part of that is that there is a new position paper, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Yes. Each month, there's a new sexual position every month. And, and the message that came in was one of, the, one of the members sharing that up until they joined the Position of the Month Club, they only had like three or four positions that they regularly went to. And the, all of a sudden, they were kind of getting, you know, figuratively and literally stretched Mm -hmm. outside of of what they might have considered sure because you, you get it, it's it's almost like hey it's driving to work i almost relate this driving to work if you if you drive to work you have your way you go and your way you come home right and, and it's just it's the same thing and you may have a couple of deviations if there's some traffic along the way mm -hmm. and that can happen in our bedroom as well with our sexual positions well and you know because we've been doing the position of the month club yeah, we, we do have variety because just so you know, we do try every position before it gets put Submitted. in the position of the month club. That's right. Right. And, but I will tell you that in the early years of our marriage, there was a lot of sameness. You know, we had missionary. Yeah, typically. pretty much. And, and so as we were preparing for the show, I actually I was like, well, what are other people doing? Right. Mm -hmm. You know, can I find some information out there? And it was, so it was interesting that in a 2013 study by Durex, Yes. Condom manufacturer. Condom manufacturer. Sure. Their results suggested that two thirds of respondents generally stick to the same two to four positions in bed, while only 27% rotate through five to seven positions and occasionally try new ones. So but think about yourselves. Where, where are you at? We're just sort of giving you a little bit of guidelines. So if you're in the two to four, hey, two thirds of respondents, are you're, you're right there. Mm -hmm. And yet, Hey, here at the one extraordinary, here at one extraordinary marriage, we're gonna push you a little bit. Yeah. Especially, especially this year. What can I do? Can can I try a new one? Right. Yeah. Absolutely. And then another survey that I found, a 2015 survey on a site called Uncovering Intimacy, found that on average, men say they use 2.3 positions per sexual encounter, and women say they use 2.8, which is really kind of interesting because you would think that they'd be similar. Some, I mean, they're so, close. So, so in one sexual encounter, mm -hmm. they're saying they're in, they're going to be in, in in the guy's instance two positions. So maybe missionary and then rear entry, and then a woman may add one more 
onto hers. She feels like she's in one more position. Okay. And they actually took it a little bit further. And so just some of the correlations that they made, um, the data seemed to indicate that couples that use only one position per sex session seem to have less sex a little over once a week. Whereas those who use two positions and have, are having sex more frequently. Okay. Right. And so more positions, they were seeing some correlations between the more positions that you kind of incorporate, the more frequency, the higher your frequency of having sex. So, you know, what that all kind of boils down to, and I just like kind of finding some of those statistics to go, okay, what's everybody doing? Right. And basically we're all between like two and three, which means that there's a lot of sameness and a lot of, you know, not so much in the variety department in our bedrooms. And, and, you know, here's like one thing I just want to put a caveat on the front end of the show. If it's working, keep doing it. But don't just assume that it's working. Right? You know, so often we think things are going well until they're not. And then, you know, like all of a sudden it's like, you know, the fireworks and not the good kind between mm-hmm. the two of you. So one way to know that it's working is to actually have conversations about your sexual intimacy. Something that we talk about often, right? Like let's have that conversation about our sex life. It, it, what, what's working, what's not working. Mm-hmm. What do we enjoy? What, what isn't so pleasurable because we really want to look at and highlight what is pleasurable. What do we enjoy together? Because that's what you want to stick on. And then yeah. that's what you want to keep moving towards. Focus on the good stuff. Focus. A, a, Cause think about it. I mean, Tony and I have been married 21 years now. And we know from you, all of you in the one family, we know like the hug that I read, we've got some of you that are listening to us that you're single, moving into the dating, moving into the newly married. And we know from hugs that we've received and read on many of these shows that we have many of you out there that are in the 30, 40, 40 plus range. That's right. Wide scope, right? But think about it. If you were having, doing the same thing every single time for 20, 30 40 years. I'm going to suggest that that might get a little boring. And I'm actually going to like, like just kind of get you to think about this in a different way. Cause a lot of people are like, well, but at least we're still having sex. Yeah. But can you imagine eating the same meal every single time that you sat down to eat? I mean, some of us are creatures of habit habit and maybe we have like five or six, you know, it's like taco Tuesday, meatloaf Monday, you know, whatever Friday, right? So there's some patterns there. But what if you what if you worked out the same way every single time that you worked out? Like that's just not even good for your body, right? Or what if you wore the exact same clothes every single day? Yeah, no. no. Ch- styles change over the years. <laughs> if nothing else, styles change. We'd be still stuck wearing like 70s. Right. I mean, and and think about how food has changed over the last 20 years. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. And and yet there's this kind of unwritten rule or acceptance that it's okay to do the same thing every single time in our sex lives. Right. Or by by this standard two to three. Two to three. Yes. And, you know, we're not opposed to routines, right? Like Tony said, you drive to work, you drive back. It's kind of nice not to have to think about it. You just go. Listen to this podcast while you're doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to listen to something, especially if you're in Southern California and we know you're commuting and you're in traffic. So you might as well take us along with you. But, but the same thing over and over again for a period of 20 years. Like, I just want, I just want you to wrap your head around that for a minute. 
And I, and I think the bigger thing is when Elisa says that to me, I can see where I've become frustrated with our own sex life. Because there was a point in time, as little as Elisa and I were having sex, I mean, it was once a month. It was, I think the the point where we got where it was, where I can remember is, um, it's probably like once every couple of months. Probably. You know, I remember actually, I'm going to just share this real quick. I remember one time being rejected in the bedroom and just thinking to myself, I'm like, I am not going to ask Elisa for sex for 30 days and see what happens. And honestly, nothing changed. <laughs> Which just as a side note, but that, but that I know was a little... lot of you have had that same thought and you've done it and you've had the exact same results as Tony. That's not the solution. And that's not the solution at all. But as we begin to dive into some of this stuff, I think me being just frustrated and bored with what we were doing in the bed, Mm -hmm. like, well, I'm being rejected. It's not really, is it really going to make a difference at this point in time? Those were, that was many years ago. And you know, the reality is, is that there are a couple of reasons, a couple of primary reasons why couples get into routine in the bedroom. And one is like we talked about a few minutes ago, it's because no one's talking about your, your sex life, right? You're just like, well, it's Friday, it's nine o'clock, it's dark, the lights are off, we both happen to be in bed, oh, time to have sex. Roll over, okay, we had sex, roll back over and everybody goes about their way. And so sometimes your sex issues are actually communication issues. Mm-hmm. Yes. You think you've got a sex problem, because it, 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 you don't have this variety, things aren't changing in here, and really you have a communication problem because you're not talking about it. And, and I want to encourage you, if you've never checked out the 19 quick questions that will rekindle your sex life, um, you need to pick up that resource. And, and we'll put a link to it, but it's oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 19 questions. You need to start the conversation, guys. It, it, it needs to be like the same way you talk about running to the grocery store we need to create an environment in marriages where we're talking about our sex life, right? Where it's not, it doesn't carry so much weight because it's, it's common that we would talk about it because here's the thing. Your spouse can't know that you want to try something new unless you actually share with them that you want to try something new. I mean, I have said numerous times on this show that there have been times when Tony has suggested a position and no joke. I feel like I'm playing twister with him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure like, you know, right leg over, you know, shoulder is not an actual technical position, but we try it, but I wouldn't have known he wanted to try it unless he said, Hey, can we try this? Right. And uh, here's the thing. ESP doesn't ever work in a marriage. Please stop having the expectation that your spouse can read your mind. They can't. If they ever do, it's like the stars have aligned and it's a complete like, you know, fluke. The other reason that couples are getting into routines is because they're not being intentional about their sex life, right? You're just, you're putting sex as just one more thing on your to-do list, one more thing that you can cross off and you're not putting any thought into it, right? That's why you've got two or three positions because you're like, it works. We don't have to try anything else. And, you know, the problem with that is that means that your sex life is very, very low on the priority list. And I can tell you as a wife who made sex like not even on the priority list for a number of years that doesn't actually build your marriage. Right. And, and so you get into this place where, you know, you're just stuck in routine. You're not being intentional or maybe, maybe you've forgotten how to romance each other. And that's where the 19 questions come in. So they're so vital. 
in that regard, I think, is when we began to do that, even after we had done our 60 days of sex challenge mm-hmm. and a seven days of sex challenge, we did some, you know, we had already implemented the intimacy lifestyle. Things were going really good, I would say. And yet, once we added those 19 questions, that really began to hit on what Elisa was saying, that emotional intimacy part of it. And us just being on the same page and really going after those areas in our bedroom, which really mattered to both of us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't a guessing game anymore. So we could both just like, it, we're going to be headed to Vegas here. And uh, and I, I want to I wanna, uh, liken it to doubling down. Like you got your hands and I mean, you're there. It's like you're doubling down on the good thing because you know in your hand, you got a winning hand. So why wouldn't I go after that? Why would we sit here and complain and argue and, and fret over the things that neither of us really want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I get it. Some, some of us will, and some of you will also feel this too. It's like, well, I want to try something, but my spouse doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I, I want to try this position, but my spouse is just not coming alongside me. What do I do then? And that goes back to your sex issues or communication issues. There's a reason that your spouse is saying no. There's a reason that your spouse isn't coming up along board. It could be based on you know the history of, of just how the two of you have handled sex in your marriage. It could be based on the fact that they think it's just like so completely out there that, that it's going to take baby steps to actually get them there. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes you're like, well, let's just, you know, it, like if you're looking at A to Z and you're like, let's just go to Z. And they're like, um, I'm good with B. Well, maybe B is where you, like if you can get them to go to B, then guess what? C is the next one. Right. So so we've got to look at this because some, for some of you, the reason, you know, this whole romance aspect is if you're being ho-hum in the romance department, you might be ho-hum in the bedroom department, too, when it comes to those positions. Mm-hmm. Right. And so one way to pick up the romance I'm, I'm just going to say, because I've got my own, it might be to have a special song made, written for your love. And I, I'm going to ask Tony just to cue up here a little bit of the song that he had, uh, that he had written for me. Ooh, Lisa, do you remember our first day? Because I remember it like yesterday. I couldn't stop staring at your pretty face. Yeah, we had the poo-poo player. Who thought we would still be together after 21 years? I love that he actually had the poo-poo platter from our first date included because there's just such a funny story. And, and we'll share that with you guys another time. But don't forget that Songfinch is offering the one family $20 off when you enter promo code OEM20 at checkout. So just, guys, do this. Do this for your love. Do something that's unusual. Do something that incorporates who the two of you are by picking out you know, your vocalist, by picking out your genre, by saying, you know, this is you guys. So go to songfinch.com and enter OEM20 at checkout. So you know, we mentioned one of the things that you can do is start with the 19 quick questions that'll rekindle your sex life right? OneExtraordinaryMarriage.com slash 19 questions. And then we need to start talking about some of those positions that maybe maybe are the first positions that you try, mm-hmm. right? And, and we're just going to toss out a few of them here because sometimes it's just a matter of like, well, I don't even know what to think, right? I, and, and some of you are like, oh, I don't even know how to bring this up. Well, the good thing is, is that we're having the conversation for you. So it might just be playing the podcast for your love or like, hey, let's listen to Tony and Elisa this week. Yeah. Right. Let us start the conversation for you. We've done it. I mean, there's 411 shows. We've done it once or twice for couples around the world. But 
you know, one of the things, I mean, like we talk about spooning a lot. We talk about cuddling, we talk about spooning. And the reality is, is that spooning is actually a position. It, it really is. A sexual yes. position. Yep. It, it's great. I, I like the spooning position uh, in the morning time, typically when we're already cuddling. Mm-hmm. It, it's a great one to just sort of wake up, you know, that, that early morning wake up sex. Spooning is a perfect one. Absolutely. And, and it's, it's a, you know, you're both are on your sides. It's kind of that cuddle, you know, snuggle up together. And, you know, here's the thing with all of these, like, I just want to give a caveat when you're trying new positions, um, don't hesitate to have lubricant accessible because you're trying new things, which means, you know, especially for ladies, their head is in the game. And so sometimes when your head is in the game, your self lubricating is not. Mm-hmm. Now I, I will, I will also say this real quickly. Any position that we're sharing here could be made into a quickie. Mm-hmm. And a quickie, we, we've shared this before, but I just want to explain that again because morning sex for Elisa and I typically isn't drawn out like this passionate lovemaking, like it's lasting for half an hour, 45 minutes or anything. You know, we're both coming to orgasm and all that jazz. I mean, this is sort of we're rolling over, or we're already cuddling in that spooning position. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of just, Okay, we're here. Like Elisa said, maybe you're using lube. We really love our uh, sensation oil. Mm-hmm. Um, that that stuff and just the smell of it too. I, I love the smell of it. It's just so great. Um, but you know what? Some some of these are just quickies, and you know, w- and we roll into those at times. Spooning it, again is a great one. You guys are both on your sides, guys. You may have to turn a little bit. You know, may even get your arm down um, in front of your wife just for a little better leverage point. But it's, it's a great position that you can use even going from a missionary into a spooning or spooning for and then into a missionary if that helps. I know for myself personally, that has been one of those where we can start spooning. But to finish, for me, I need to be more into like a missionary or a rear entry. And, and just one other thing to tack on with what you're talking about with the quickie. I don't always have an orgasm when we're having a quickie. Correct. And let me be clear. I'm okay with that. We have, we've had enough conversations about our sex life and we continue to have those conversations to say, you know, what are you looking for? Right. What are your expectations? Mm -hmm. And you know, we also look at the clock if it's a morning thing. Yeah. So, so when you're talking about a quickie, it's not necessarily that both of you are coming to orgasm. Time constraints may actually just prevent that from happening, but having the communication around what that looks like as you're trying different positions. And that's, that's another thing I just want to mention here before we jump into another position is that you may try a new position. And like I mentioned earlier in the show, find yourself playing naked twister basically. Mm-hmm. Cause you're like, I don't know, like, how do I get red, you know, elbow and, and knee and go, okay, you know what, babe, we tried it. I feel really awkward and I can't get my head in the game. Can we go back to something, we've been pun there. intended? But, but we, we've been there. I mean, you, you saying that has been something that we have said to each other multiple times in bed when we're trying to try something new. And it's okay to go back to what you know works because you brought a, a different flavor. You brought that variety. You brought that surprise. Like I read in that quote from uh, Tony Robbins, you brought it into the bedroom and, and, and you just finished with something that works. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't look at every single... I hear this from so many guys like, well, we started there and it didn't end up that way. And we, we got back into missionary and, and they're all frustrated. I'm like, why are you frustrated? Well, I wasn't able to, you know, give her an orgasm that way, or I wasn't able to get an orgasm or uh, com- come to completion that way. And I'm thinking, you know what? Look at this from 
instead of the half the glass is half full look at it it's half or half empty it's half full like you tried something new and statistically speaking you should be doing a couple of positions based on what we what we shared with you guys right so see the victory in what you're doing so often married couples will come to us and well this you know we we tried the the 7 days of sex challenge but we got we missed the middle day and we ended up 7 out of 8 and they're 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 coming to us all upset i'm thinking why are you upset you you completed 7 out of 8 days there, there's victory in that you, you know so see these things from the the glass is half full um as before we go into these next couple of positions we're going to share with you I wanted to bring up that if you're trying to find new ways, go listen to episode 407, Sexy Games to Heat Things Up. Mm-hmm. We Because in that one, we talk about sex dice. And in these dice, I mean, there, there's different, I mean, you can get different sets. You can get two. I think some of them have four, six, whatever. But those alone will help you go into different positions because some of the dice are about just positions, mm-hmm. you know, and how you're going to do that. So th- just something to think about if, you know, you're, you're like, oh, what should I do? How should we do it? So that's that one. Uh, and the next position we're going to talk about is, you know, sitting on a chair. Mm-hmm. Now, this could be on your chair or on your bed. Sure. Either one. But the guy's sitting down. Wife, you're, you're going to, this is sort of, these are sort of the, the, those positions where you're like, but we're not under our covers and the lights aren't off. This goes back way back to the beginning of when we started One Extraordinary Marriage talking about, Leaving your lights on. Or like, eyes wide open. Or eyes oh, wide open, right? Show? Yeah. You know, leaving your lights on and, and getting outside of your covers. Now, if it's the middle of winter, you may have to consider like putting the heat up. If it's the middle of summer, you're not going to have anything around you, you know? But you are going to be getting up, wife, getting up and sitting down, facing away from him and lowering your butt onto his, you know, your vagina onto his p- penis, as you're sitting down. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because what you guys can't see is that like Tony's trying to, you know, as he's describing, he's also trying to like, how do I show them? Like, Yeah, I know. Like you can't see that, it. That, that's why the position paper is part of the position of the month club because we take pictures, we got videos, we have a full we, write-up, we, have, we, we have, have a review at the bottom that you guys can can share, what, you know, what you liked, what, what worked, what didn't work, you know. And, and real quick, the pictures are of like little eight, eight inch Mm-hmm. Figurines. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like picture. Yeah. No. The, the pictures are clean. That's the it. Pictures they are, clean. are. But, you know, it's, it's choosing to go, you know what? I'm going to try something different. Right. And so the last one that we want to share, and it was funny that Tony kept saying, you know, celebrate your victories is the last position is called, you know, vias for victory. Mm-hmm. Right. And so ladies, you're going to be on your back and your legs are going to be up in that V position. Yes, so they're up in the air. Up in the air. In like, a V. And, and, and my arms are in a V right now. I and wish so you guys, guys could see Tony. yes, I know. And guys, having been in this position before, you're going to have to help your wives a little bit because that's, that's a tough position for them to just hang out in for a long time. So this is one of those places where you guys are, you guys got to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. For, for us, what I have found is that, you know, getting my knees under me a little bit more and being almost on a, like um, like a kneeling like a kneeling position mm-hmm. and being able to have my hands like up on Elisa's legs somewhere she doesn't like it behind her knees so got to have it like on her calves or something like that behind her thighs something of that nature find out what works for your wife find out what works for your wife but that helps her 
So don't don't just let her hang there in a V position. Maybe for a little bit, but come come on in there and help her out. And ladies, if you have to brace the front of your thighs, do so. Yeah. Right? Like like here's the thing and we were sharing this today on this interview is that you know, with the one family, we want you guys to take the information that we give you and we want you to make it your own. So take these positions, these suggestions and you know, bring some variety into your marriage. Start thinking outside of your two or three to go, what would it look like if we added, what would it look like if we added a handful of positions this year? Right? What would that look like if, if suddenly we went from that average of 2.3 positions to, I don't know, 3.3 positions when we're in, when we're having our sexual intimacy and you know, it just all comes down to what can I do? Mm -hmm. And, And this week you can initiate a new position this week. You can say, Hey, let's just try one new thing, right? And I just want to remind you that we, as if we're closing up this show, the month of February is coming and we're featuring your love stories for the entire month. We want to hear, you know, how you met or the breakthroughs that you've had or, or just some kind of transformation or restoration. The new position you're trying. Or maybe it's a new position. Maybe that's, that's wrapped up into your love story, but we're going to be sharing those daily on our Facebook page. So to submit your story, send an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com and just put in the subject line, our love story. Yeah. All right, you guys. It's all about the position. What position you're going to try? What are you going to What are you going to change up this year that you're going to look back on and go, "This is our position." And there was a position that Elise and I tried some years ago and it is like one of our positions now. But hey, it was through experimentation and finding out that that is something that is a place where we both enjoy being. So go out there this week, try one of these positions. Pick one up or get the sexy dice. Try those to get you in a new position. We love you guys. Have a fun time this week under the sheets, out of the sheets, wherever you're going to be doing these new sexual positions. We love you guys. Take care. God bless. And we'll catch you next week. Love you guys.